Here's another edition of the BayCare Health Systems podcast series, BayCare Health Chat with Melanie Cole. Welcome to BayCare Health Chat. I'm Melanie Cole, and I invite you to listen in as we discuss the weight of heavy backpacks on our children. Joining me is Dr. David Siambanis. He's a pediatric orthopedic surgeon with BayCare. Dr. Siambanis, I'm so glad to have you with us as a parent. This is something I have seen all throughout my kids' school years. Tell us a little bit how your passion as an orthopedic surgeon for this particular topic came about. Well, I was practicing in California, and I had a lot of families and mothers uh, very concerned about their middle-aged kids leaving for school with backpacks that looked like they outweighed the child. And we're concerned about not only is it causing the child pain or are there any detrimental effects in the future. So it alerted me to kind of look into it and actually investigate it. So then tell us about the incidence of back pain in school children. What have you been seeing and how does it relate to backpacks? How do we know it relates to backpacks? So, you know, this, these were questions that came up to me, and they were asking that there weren't very many answers for. So I did, in fact, start a study where we actually evaluated a lot of children, over 3,000 children, and we found that many of them, the majority of them, did have back pain. And these are the middle-aged kids. They were given a questionnaire where their backpacks were weighed, and it was clearly determined there, was, there were issues. There was back pain, and nearly 64% of the kids reported some low back pain, and almost all of them noted it was when they were carrying their backpack. And even 80-something percent of them, 87 percent of them reported the pain was bad or very severe. So this was significant for an age group that most doctors feel uh, back pain is not a significant problem. That's so interesting because I'm sure the chairs at schools are not exactly great for their backs as well. But those backpacks could literally pull those chairs backwards, you know. So tell us a little bit about why this is happening. Why do you think and what are the kids stuffing into these backpacks? Because they're not even using books as much anymore. So what's making them so heavy? Right. So one thing I found is that 30% of the weight of the backpack didn't even include educational equipment. So, you know, a kid that age will typically put whatever they can in the backpack. It really doesn't have to be carried back and forth to school. And they don't think very much about which books or which binders they need for that day and and which ones they don't need. They don't typically have lockers anymore. Those are kind of most of them were removed because of vandalism. And if they have a locker, the schools are so big, they can rarely get to it between classes. So that kind of really instigated the issue that I remember as a child, I had a, I had a, you know, I can get to my locker every, after every class. That's, that's no longer the case. That's a really good point that you just made, because I know that with my own kids. They're like, I don't go to my locker. It's on the other side of the school. So they do try and carry everything they need for the day. So do you have a weight limit? I mean, I guess it depends. My kids are tiny, Dr. Siam Bannis, but do you have a weight limit? Is there some way for a parent to say, okay, that one's too heavy for you. That's going to start to affect your back, your posture. I can see you leaning forward. Is there some way for a parent to judge this as their child puts their backpack on? Yeah, I, I do think that a weight no greater than 50% of their body weight is is effective. But, you know, we did find that it really wasn't a strict number. You know, the more weight you, you had in your backpack, the more likely, the more prevalence you would have back pain. So there was a clear correlation with the weight of the backpack to how many kids or how severe the pain was. So the lighter weight than none is, is lighter weight than, than anything is the best, but that's hard to achieve. So you want to try to at least shoot for 15% of your, the, the child's body weight. 
and hopefully that will diminish the the issue. But that takes a lot of effort, you know. I mean, like you said, the the textbooks are gone most of the time, but there's still notebooks that become very heavy. They have to think about what they're going to use and what they're not going to use that day. You know, they're going to have to keep everything that's non-educational out of the backpack. I've actually recommended certain times that kids use a rolling backpack, which is not favorable a lot of times in the school. And I will tell you, most of the kids at a certain age do not feel that is, they do not feel the backpack, rolling backpack is cool. And that alone will just kill it. Oh, absolutely. And I heard that myself. And I remember, Dr., pulling big binders and saying to my daughter, you don't need to carry this one. And she's like, well, in in free period, I might be needing it for studying or this. And yes, you're right. They do not want to be rolling around those rolling backpacks. So what's a parent to do? What do we do? How do we get our kids to not overfill them or, you know, do something that's more ergonomically correct for their backs? Yeah, I had one, one uh, I thought it was so comical, I had one uh, young girl tell me that it, if she used a rolling backpack, she would consider it social suicide. And I thought that was interesting. <laughs> but the first thing to do is try to participate in what they have in a bag. None of those kids want you looking in their backpack. So if you remind them that I'm going to have to check your backpack before you go to school every day, we might even have to weigh it to, to determine what's in there and, and what's the weight of it, they'll be more likely to self-regulate themselves. Wearing it over both shoulders is probably better than carrying it in one arm. Uh, we found out that it, it also the length that you're wearing it. So if you're if you walk back and forth to school, that was a tremendous increase in, in complaint of back pain because of that time frame. So anytime you can get you know uh, carpooling or things of that nature, anything they reduce the actual not only the weight but the the length of time you're wearing it. That's a great idea. Is to discuss with your child. Well, I'm going to look through it if you don't do it yourself, because as you say, they do not want us to look through it. And the length of time, and you said the length it should sit down. Is there a spot in the back, doctor, that you would prefer it go up above the lumbar spine? Where do you want it? Yeah, the the higher higher above the lumbar spine is better. I mean, you want to try to get it closer and closer to your center of gravity. So it's kind of hug your back. If it's hanging too low, it's gonna it, it's gonna actually pull your upper back down. So, you know, there is a benefit of trying to keep it close to the back and up on the back, but that honestly is probably less important than the length of time you're wearing it and the weight that's on your back. But some things can't be changed completely. Do you have some advice for parents on how they can help their children to strengthen their core so that even if the backpack's a little over heavy and not completely, the kid is strong enough and their core is strong enough. Do you have some advice for us? Yeah, standard exercise and things can be discussed, but simple enough is posture. We have a lot of kids that come to us with pain that's really associated to bad posture. And some of it's habitual. I mean, if you're leaning forward looking at your phone all day long, that's how you're going to walk. So keeping your shoulders back and your head over your pelvis kind of concept is very important to avoiding back problems in the future or during school. And sitting proper in a chair, like you said, those chairs in the school are horrible, but you need to do your best to, you know, have that lumbar support or be able to sit with your shoulders back. I tell mothers when the kids sit, when the child sits down at dinner, you have to remind them shoulders back because that's the first time you'll see them, you know, with that inappropriate posture. Well, absolutely. That's really all good advice. Do you have a wrap-up for us, doctor, that you would like parents to know about what you're seeing as an orthopedic surgeon and back issues that children of middle school age and younger age and high school and even college should not be having at this point, but they're loading up those backpacks and causing 
back problems. So wrap it up. Give us your best advice. Yeah, I, I think, you know, it is a problem and, it, and it's going to be, a, we don't know what a problem that's going to cause as they're adults. So yeah, keep it light, you know, and get involved is the biggest thing. Get involved in how they're getting to school, what, you know, what they're bringing to school and what they can avoid. I mean, that's the biggest thing is the more involved you are, the the more inter- intervention you can provide. And I think that's part of the thing. I think we ask sometimes too much just from the school when we need to intervene as families also. So there's so much the schools could provide. The lockers are not coming back. They're not going to be more frequent. It's somewhat on our, our shoulders to do it. Well, it certainly is. And we can always give the old suggestion of the rolling backpacks and say that we know an orthopedic surgeon that told us rolling backpacks are cool. (laughs) And then maybe the kids would think about it, but you're right. And thank you so much. It's great advice. I think parents need to hear this and get involved, as you say, and communicate. And maybe the kids don't need everything in their backpack and we can help them protect their backs while they're young because we know that when you get older, It's a little bit more difficult. So thank you so much. And to learn more about BayCare's Children's Health Services, please visit our website at baycarekids.org for more information. And that concludes this episode of BayCare Health Chat. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast and all the other BayCare podcasts. I'm Melanie Cole.